0: Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like folk guitar, elephants, and taking road trips? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Hey everyone, it's another episode of the Photo Business Help Podcast. I'm Natalie Jennings. Thanks as always for spending your precious time here today. As I record this, I am back in Minnesota spending time with family and my friends. Uh, it's finally warmed up around here and it really feels warm and bright and good to be back home. So that's what I'm up to. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm sure the intro gave you a good idea of what to expect here. Today's episode is another photo focus episode, which you can tell from the title. Because a lot of the content that I cover is generally useful for anyone growing in their business, I wanted to make it easier for photographers specifically to dig into photo content and for everyone else to avoid it if they wanted to. So that's why these are called photo focus. It's where I dive into really photo centered stuff. Today I'm going to go over how I export files for print and for web and give you a little background on why I do things that way. Geeking out on photo files today. So before I do that, I'd like to bring your attention to a new review. Um, I always want to share amazing reviews with you guys because it just builds the community and I want to show appreciation for you guys and I love that you've taken the time to um, give your input for other people to hear. So, uh, this first one comes from Brianna Lane and says, "Heck, yes. Natalie is so full of wisdom, and her passion for teaching and helping others grow is so inspiring. I would not be where I am today in my business without listening to Natalie's advice and business tips. The podcast is a total game changer. Ah, thank you so much for this. These reviews are so lovely, uh, and there's, a level of reassurance that what I'm blabbing about is making a difference. Uh, It's easy to get into my own head when doing a podcast like this. So um, I so deeply appreciate these notes from you. Thank you, Brianna, and to everyone who is listening. If you'd like to support the show in a small way, you can head over to Jennings.photo forward slash review and leave a review for this show. Uh, Reviews not only help this show become more searchable in the rankings on iTunes, but it lets me know what's really resonating with you guys. So jump on over to Photobiz help in your iPhone app and scroll down, or you can just head to Jennings.photo forward slash review and you can leave a review that way. So let's take a step back and first understand what we're working with here. We'll start kind of smallish with the megapixel. A megapixel is roughly, roughly 1 million pixels, a little more actually. These tiny little pixels capture light and color, and the more megapixels, you guessed it, the higher your photo's resolution will be. So what does resolution mean? Basically, the higher the resolution, the better quality you have for printing because the photo holds more information and will look sharper and clearer if printed properly. So a higher resolution image can be printed at a large scale, whereas web resolution images are meant for mainly digital use. So if the photo on a website is too big, You'll notice that it takes forever to load and it slows everything on the website down. So it's important to know your sizes and use the right file size for printing or for online use. If you're not so sure what size and quality your camera is producing right now, you can um, just look at the dimensions of a raw image you've taken. So for example, on my Canon 5D Mark IV, the last raw image that I took measured 6720 by 4480 pixels. So, multiplied together, that equals 30,105,500 pixels, or around 30 megapixels for the sensor, which, by the way, is way more than I'll ever need to make a nice photo. But things are always moving in that direction, so I'll go with it. Okay, one more thing about resolution. There's kind of a random standard when it comes to resolution, otherwise known as DPI, dots per inch. I'll bet you guessed that a higher resolution has more dots per inch, and you'd be correct. Uh, So the the dots are more tightly packed together, the higher the DPI, so you get a crisper image if you're printing, um, especially on a large scale. For whatever reason, and maybe some super photo geek mind out there can help me out, but for whatever reason, 72 DPI is the standard for web resolution images and 300 to 1800 for printing. So I export usually from Lightroom and sometimes Photoshop, and you'll be prompted when you export to fill in the DPI or PPI option. You can also save your changes in Lightroom. So each time you export, you can pick your web or print settings just with one click instead of having to input them over and over. Hello, I am interrupting my own show for just a minute to let you guys know that I've put together a bundle of all of the worksheets and resources that I have given away so far up to this point in making the podcast. I've had a couple messages about where to find a couple different things, and since I've been giving you guys a lot of worksheets and resources, I put them all in one place. You can go to Jennings.photo forward slash bundle. That's Jennings.photo forward slash bundle. Bundle and uh, it's free. It's just an easier way to get all the content. I want you guys to stick with me and keep going and um, not feel lost or like you can't find something. So, jennings.photo forward slash bundle, grab everything that I have given out to you guys so far. All right, back to the show. Okay, so I have my DPI. Not at 72, but at 100 for web and at 300 for printing. Um, And that's really just so it's easy to remember. If you want to stick with the gold standard of 72 and 300, go for it. I'm certain there are a few different schools of thought on this. So go ahead and dig around on the Google and do whatever makes you comfortable. But that's what I do. As for sizes, most new cameras uh, sold today, they're probably at least 10 megapixels, which allows for a really great... 16 by 20 inch size print um, at the right settings so don't worry too much about your camera's capabilities um, unless you're hired to shoot a billboard or something you're probably good to go with whatever camera you're using right now so i size my images in a way that's easy to remember on the mark 4 i'm exporting images that are a 3 2 ratio you know like 4 by 6 size you get from the old point and shoot for web at 100 dpi i export the image at 1500 by a thousand because again, it's easy for me to remember. Screens are getting bigger and bigger these days, but I haven't seen a pixelation issue on like any of my large monitors yet at that size. It also keeps the file sizes manageable too, so I'm not taking up a bunch of space on my hard drive. So for web, 100 dpi, 1500 by 1000. For print, at 300 dpi, I export my images at 4500 by 3000. This is a great size for almost anything my clients would want to print even beyond the 16 by 20. And again, it's an easy 3 by 2 ratio to remember. So finally, um, I don't export at 100% quality. So in Lightroom, the quality slider goes to 10. And I usually export at 9. Why? Because it saves a ton of hard drive space. So in my opinion, I don't think it compromises the photo at all. If you could tell a difference with your bare eyes, I would love, love to know how you do that, first of all. <laughs> but um, again, you'd have to be printing pretty big and using images on a very large scale to really uh, see a difference between the 9 and 10. But it does save a ton of space. When you're doing weddings, when you're doing hundreds of images, um, this little tweak to save at a quality of 9... Uh, I think really, really makes a difference. I think you'll notice a difference if you try it as well. Okay, so what is pixelation? And why does it even happen? So you've seen those photos that look like, like 8-bit 80s video games. And uh, maybe like on a bad website or something, someone has a weird profile pic that's grainy. And uh, you're kind of like waiting for it to focus, but it won't like I don't know, when you're trying to stream Netflix on a super crappy internet connection, everything looks grainy and it's unclear and you're waiting for it to load fully and clearly. That's pixelation. The main way folks end up with pixelation is from usually, other than this poor exporting etiquette, it's usually from cropping. So if you take an already smallish kind of web resolution image and if you make some big crops to it, you're going to be cutting out a ton of information from that image. And consequently, you're going to be ending up with a grainy pixelated image if you try to keep that image large. So you can you can obviously look up more on cropping and pixelation. There are a gajillion resources out there. But I'm just trying to give you sort of like an overall feel for what I do and why. So anyway, these are just the basics. Let me review my exports one more time. For web, I do 100 dpi at 1500 by 1000. For print, I do 300 DPI, 4,500 by 3,000. I export JPEGs, um, and JPEGs are what my clients ultimately receive. And then the high-resolution uh, JPEGs that are edited end up uh, getting loaded into my online galleries for my clients. So that kind of acts as like an extra backup too, which is nice. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope this helps you understand file sizes a little bit better. It's a little geeky, little nerdy, kind of techy stuff. And I don't like to get into this too much. But I think as a professional photographer, if that's if that's who's listening right now or, or an amateur aspiring photographer, just little, little things like this are helpful to know as you... Um, Move along down the road. So that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope everything helped. Remember to check out the show notes on the website at jennings.photo forward slash podcast. And that's because I put all of the transcript stuff from these and links to things that I mentioned today, as well as other useful info. So jennings.photo forward slash podcast. You can look up episode number 18, which is this one. And, um, find all of this stuff there and then remember and all you want to achieve consistency is key so love and light until next time everyone thanks for listening